Well, good day to everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, today we've got Sally Cassidy, uh, who's the director for Travel Leads. Hi, um, Tracy. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you, darling? You okay? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. I'm, I'm leaning into this lockdown. Um, uh, yeah. And, yeah, it just it's starting to feel normal now, isn't it? Which oh. is Absolutely. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. I don't know about yourself. I think we were just saying a few minutes ago that, you know, it's embracing change, it's embracing new things. Um, and I think that's what you have to do. You have to, you know, be positive and, uh, you know, and, and get out yeah. there and, and, and do new things and, and learn new things because it stresses absolutely. the mind. So I just wanted to obviously ask you a couple of questions today, if that's OK. And just tell me a little bit about yourself and where you've come from, Sal. You know, what's what's been your journey in your okay. career? What's been my journey? Well, it's been longer than I would care to admit. I still feel like I'm 22, but unfortunately, that's no longer the case. No, um, so, so where I am now, I'm the group sales director for a company called Travel Leads. And I've been with Travel Leads for about three years. But if I work it back, um, if I work it back to a very, very long time ago, Tracy, when I left school, I actually started my career on the travel counter for Lund Poly. Do you remember Lund Poly? The travel oh, gosh, yes. Yeah a hundred years ago wow. um, and that's that's kind of where I fell into sales and also the travel sector and I spent probably about 15 years in the leisure travel sector and then I got a bit fed up doing the same thing month in month out and I found myself in Glasgow working for a residential letting agency and I found a real love for property sales again I was letting out properties I was selling properties I was developing properties and then I ended up working for a company called the Evans Property Group who actually owned travel leads. So I had a bit of a stint, sales in the commercial property arena, about 10 years of doing that. Then I left and I started to do a bit of my own thing. I got involved in network marketing and training and personal development and public Fabulous. speaking, which I absolutely loved. And then I find myself today working again with the Evans Property Group who own travel leads who are a business travel management company so I've kind of come full circle back into the travel industry but sales is sales is my thing that's so, what I love and oh, that's what I'm me too so about. what do you love about sales well from a personal from a personal perspective the thing I love about it is that I'm in control of how good I am at it I think it's something you know there's a lot of there's a lot of um, professions out there that you study for it and that's you you know you're a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant or whatever it might be and you learn your trade and then you go away and you practice your trade don't you sure. whereas what I love about my profession of sales is that I can continually develop and get better and achieve more success and therefore more wealth and I think where I end up in sales is all in my hands depending on how much I want to put into it and that's what I absolutely love. And I also love the fact that I think to be really great at it, you need to be heavily immersed in personal development and personal growth, which is something that I'm also really, really passionate about. So the two kind of interlink can go hand in hand. So, yeah, that's that's two of the things that I really love about it. My uh, destiny is in my control. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what I love about sales is I love when someone says no, and then you turn it and spin it and pivot it around that then they, they say yes. So that's like, it's like the challenge. It's the, it's, you know, you, you go in for that, um, you go in for the close and, uh, you know, but it, it's all the questioning techniques as well. Cause I know when I got taught from, 
I used to work for the Western Mail and Echo in Cardiff and I was Thompson trained because it was it was owned by Thompson Holidays and they did brilliant training on telesales, you know, and um, obviously the pattern of the sale is Ada, isn't it? Attention, interest, desire and action. And I used to love that, you know, but I was I wasn't very good at it in the beginning. But over time, you get much better. Now, do you, you know, go in, do, do you actually think like people say, oh, she's she or he is a born salesman or a saleswoman? Do you think you're born or do you think that most people can be trained? No, I don't think you're born. I think there's certain skills that you have, certain character traits that you have that are in your genetics that make you better at it. Um, you know, just like there are certain character traits that make someone a great accountant. I'll never be a great accountant. I'm not interested in it. You know, it's not my thing. Yeah. Um, so there's certain personality traits, I think, that are very, very helpful. But I think it is... I think it is a real profession that should be studied. And I think that that's why, you know, I, I lead a sales team, Tracy. And one of the biggest challenges that I've had is finding great salespeople. They are few and far between. Yeah. And I think, and one of the reasons for that is that it's not treated like a profession. And people, sales is a dirty word still in a, in a lot of quarters, isn't it? Mm. Um and, and a lot so of people, people feel guilty. Don't yeah, people now disguise it as oh, I'm not a salesperson, I'm a business development person. Call it what you like. It's still sales. And I, that's something that the people that now work for me are very, very proud of. Yeah. They're proud of the fact that that is their core skill. They appreciate that without sales, things grind to a bit of a halt. You know, sales is yeah. life, influencing. Sales is influencing, and that's everything in your life pivots around your ability to influence. Absolutely. Um, so I don't think you're born with it. I think there are certain characteristics that you have that make you more elegant as a salesperson, I suppose. Yeah. But I think they are definitely skills that should that are should be taught by people that want to be really good. That should be studied and learned and applied to make you really, really great. Absolutely. So, how do you motivate your sales team, Sally? To get the um, best out of them. So I'm quite a high energy person, Tracy. You've known me for a little while now, so you know I'm not a, I'm exactly. not a down in the dumps kind of person. <laughs> I'm a very high energy person, and um, that I think in itself is is quite motivating for a sales team. But one of the things that I'm passionate about is committing to targets that are going to challenge and drive people's motivation. I don't think I think if you're any good as a salesperson. You're not challenged by easy targets. You're not challenged no. by knowing that if you don't hit a target or don't are not looking like you're going to come close to hitting a target, it will be reduced. Yeah. So uh, we work in a very high challenge, high support environment. We we set targets that are so exciting actually that they're a bit scary. You know, so exciting actually <laughs> really? that they make your eyes twitch a little bit. Yeah. But that gets people out of bed in the morning. That excites people to get up and get to work and get better and get learning and, and, and achieving. And so I think, you know, you, the best people to ask would be the team themselves. Mm -hmm. But I think they're excited and motivated by striving for something that's big, that's some might say unachievable. Yeah. And it's the thrill of, you know, watch me do this. Yeah. And I think, you know, like it happens, doesn't it? You know, it's like I've heard so many people say, Oh, my teacher, you know, teachers, I think, have a massive influence on, on children when they're in school because so many people have said, you know, I know they've said to Paul, you won't make anything of yourself. How awful is that when teachers have said that to, to, to pupils? You know, you'll never be any good at anything. I've so many entrepreneurs that I've heard say that to. 
the teachers used to say to my parents, oh, she's got an attention span of a gnat. You know, she, she's not going to go far in life. But I think things like that can obviously tip people off the scale. Um, but then there's, there's on the other upside is that, you know, that like for, for someone like myself, that makes me even more determined. Have you ever had that scenario with any of your teachers or, or were you inspired by your teachers? Um, I was, in, gosh, it's so long ago now, but I was very, very inspired by my English teacher. I love language. Yeah. I love communicating. I'm rubbish with numbers. That's something that I have to really, really, really practice is numbers. But language communication, I love. Yeah. So I was very, very inspired by my English teacher at school. But that was really about it. But I, one of one of my key strengths, I, I only know this because I completed an online survey to identify your key strengths. And one of my key strengths is lifelong learning. And I think that's really motivating for my team as well because I love to learn and I love to learn about my profession, which is sales. But I'm also a huge fan of personal development and growth, which is motivating for me. But I love to share the knowledge that I learn with my team as well. the same mindset yeah. and I think it's so, good because you can transfer your skills that you've learned to your team to make them better and you know and I think if they know that you're working towards helping them that gives them even more motivation as well doesn't it that you're you're all about personal growth to help the team it's not it's not just about yourself it's about helping others absolutely so not only are we achieving some really spectacular results we're growing as individuals as well. And to be on that journey with each other, you know, starting at point A and reaching the end point, but better versions of ourselves as well, that's, I think, very motivational for a, for a team. Oh, I know. Amazing. Fabulous. They're obviously very lucky to have you, Sal, because there's a lot of there's a lot of managers and directors out there that lead teams and they're not always the best people. And I think, you know, it can have a negative effect if you've got a bad manager, that can have a massive impact on a company um, and it can, you know, drive people to, to, to leave. So who has been your biggest inspiration in your career? Who would you say or who would you say is your your mentor or someone that you um, I've had, I've had a few. Um, so if I take it back to when I worked for Thomas Cook and when I just started on a, on a journey of being promoted and, and moving up the ladder. Um, my mentor at that point was my manager, a guy called Alan McDonald, and he was massively inspirational, but very challenging, very honest, said it like it was, but he knew that that was going to get a great response from me. Yeah. Um, so he was a massive motivator <laughs> and a great coach and mentor. Um, and then I've come across so many of them in my career since. A lot of my mentors and coaches are, have been through self-development. The books that I've read and the podcasts that I've listened to, you know, I don't think your mentors necessarily need to be sitting sitting right opposite you. No, you absolutely. I did have a time when I had a, a coach. I actually paid for a coach and I did that for about 12 months and that was hugely expensive but hugely beneficial as Same well. Same here. <laughs> yeah. And then We're most very recently, like Sally. <laughs> yeah. Most recently, my mentor is a guy called Peter Wilcock, who you also know. Yeah, um, he's a great and Peter guy. Peter and I came across each other. I was thinking about this yesterday, actually. I think it was about a year and a half ago, and he was employed by the Evans family as a business consultant to come in and work with us. And they, they very kindly gave him to travel, gave us travel leads, Peter, for one day a month. Wow. And I remember the first time I met him. And he'll punch me for saying this, but I remember it exactly. He came in the room and he spoke about his three box, three box strategy for success. And we were all sitting around the table going, Who's this dude? 
we didn't really know much about him. But yeah. um, very soon I realised that that he was there for unknowingly or not to use this guy as a mentor and a coach. And I think, you know, you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, don't Absolutely. you? So I'm, I'm very aware that I need people around me that are much better than me if I'm going to continue on a journey of, of improvement. And Peter is, Peter is one of my five. Um, you know, who is much better than me at lots and lots of things, but I learn from him every day. Absolutely, so he, and I think we all learn every day, don't we? Yeah, we all learn every day, and obviously, you know, my mentor is Sharon Lecter, and I know you um, you listened to her the other week when we had her online, yeah. and she's an amazing woman. And obviously last year when we went to Necker Island with Sir Richard Branson, one of the things he said to us was, you know, one of, someone asked in the in the in on our table, you know, what's been one of your biggest successes? And he said, I always employ people who are better than me. He's the visionary. He's the one that can take it to another level. But then he then attracts people around him and employs people who are so much better than him. And I think that that's the thing for leaving a legacy for, for, for the businesses, isn't it? You know, I mean, my me being the owner of Intrabiz, where I want to get to is get franchisees around the world who are better at doing it than I am. Mm-hmm. Because I think you have to, you know, there's there's this not there's not this ego. It has to that has to go in business. You always have to get people who are better than you and surround yourself with good people. And I think you know that's how success happens, really, isn't it? So bringing me on to success, what would you say? I'll start off with the the failure first, and then we'll end on the positive. So what's been your biggest failure, and what have you learned from it? My biggest failure was my venture into network marketing. And it happened quite by accident, Tracy. I wasn't looking to get involved in any side ventures, but here here I was. I found myself really caught up in the possibility of what what could happen if this was a massive success. Um, And I threw myself all into this venture. um, And it was a massive failure. It, It put me on the bones of my arse. Right. Within sort of two years, two and a half years, it went from it went meteoric. It went massively successful very, very quickly, and then it plummeted in the opposite direction, not quite as quickly. But because I had this huge desire to make a success of it, I probably hung on to it for a lot longer than I should. And by the time I eventually let go, I was in quite a bit of financial difficulty right. as a result of that. Yeah. Um, and you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of people as I set out on this journey going, oh, what are you doing? You know, this is a stupid idea. It's this, it's that. You shouldn't do it. It's dangerous. Be careful. Um, and therefore, there was a lot of, yeah, I told you so yeah. on the other side. But as much as it was a perceived failure by many, and it took me to some very, very dark places, I would not swap it for anything. Because yeah. the things I learned about myself, about dealing with failure about getting rid of ego about resilience around you know Mm. clawing yourself back out of the black hole those lessons are invaluable for me now for the rest of my life and so I would encourage as many people as possible to go out there and fail at something yeah well I I always (laughs) say I always say to my kids you know the bigger the fail the bigger the learn and I think the more you fail is embrace the failure because you're learning more you know and as I say it's not just go out there and fail once. Go out there and fail loads of times because I think you learn so much from that, don't you? You do, but failure is also something that we're taught 
is is a negative. It's a bad thing. It it's something be. that should be avoided. And yeah. so most people, most people, there are a lot of people who will not set out on a new venture unless they can be certain that it will succeed. And how can you be certain of that? You can't be. Oh, no, absolutely. Because there is a lack of certainty around success. Yeah. A lot of people are living way beneath what they're capable of, yeah. way beneath their full potential because of this fear of failure. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, and I think it's, I think years ago, that's the, the, you know, people always used to bring you down and all they used to say, well, don't do that because, you, you know, just work hard and, you know, the different yeah. concepts, I think, these days, isn't it? So Absolutely. Oh, I know. Amazing. But, um, and, and it is, it's, it's, it's always good to fail. So what's been your biggest achievement? Now onto the positives. Well, the biggest achievement, the biggest achievement is probably the most recent one. So although I've worked with Travel Leads for three years, it's been a year and a half, a year and a half since the, the UK sales team sort of reinvented itself. When I joined, there was only a few a few of us in the sales sales team at that point. It was fairly ineffective. Um, and then the position of sales director was born because we had some really big things that we wanted to achieve as a business. We wanted to move it from a £36 million turnover business to a £100 million turnover in three wow. years. So I was I applied for the job of group sales director. I got it, and there was just me. So I had to build a sales team from scratch, all at the same time. So we were looking for someone in Glasgow, someone in London, someone in Manchester, someone in Leeds. And this sales team evolved and evolved. But it was like having it was like having six newborns <laughs> all, all at the one time, you know. Yeah. So you, I felt like I'm constantly on this wheel, this hamster wheel of recruitment, of selection, of induction, of training, of right, off you go now. Yeah. You know, get going with it. Um, and we have, we've still got some people with us now that were the, the, the main, the, the first people that we employed and we've had, we've got some dead bodies lying at the side of the road, some casualties. <laughs> sure. um, however, through all of that, we have, since the beginning of, our financial year last year, we've written almost fifteen million pounds worth of new business. However, wow. that's the, the thing about that which I'm most proud of is that's without a marketing function. It's without any real inbound inquiries coming to us via our network wow. website. That's pure and simple prospecting, cold calling, meetings, converting. That's a sales team building a pipeline from zero and turning it into real real results Brilliant. and you know we've had a lot of we've had a lot of laughter along the way we've had a good few tears along the way and lots of frustrations and huge amounts of learning but I think yeah. that's an incredible result for a brand new team that's fantastic so did you did you implement a training uh, seminars for that or did you did you just take people and, and just implement systems to, to then? So we we implemented CRM systems. Um, I've been sales training sales strategies for a very long time, and they have grown and and evolved and improved as I grow and evolve and improve. So that's all rolled out to the team. Um, we get together every couple of months face to face, and we have skills development days and training sessions. We speak daily. But, you know, the, we've got great people. We've, and it's that X factor, isn't it? The guy on our, uh, one of our directors said to me recently, so, you know, what is it about these guys that make them great? And you can't, you can't put your finger on it. No. It's just they've got that something. They've got that attitude. They've got that thing, that 
fire in their belly. Yeah. That makes them want to be great at it. They're Amazing. relentless, you that's, know. That's fantastic. So that's my biggest the thing that I'm most proud of recently. Oh, well that done, result. that's amazing. So Thank where you. now? Where do you see yourself in the next three years? You know what? What's the plan for Sally? Um, the plan is so probably with travel leads for another another couple of years, maybe until we hit that goal of a hundred million, and then we see what happens from there. Fabulous. And then I would like to take the skills that I've got. I would love to take. My my, ta- my talent for sales and personal development. I also love training. I love public speaking. I love being up on stage. And so I would like to turn that into some kind of um, sales training program. Amazing. Which we take out to the masses. That's the plan. Fantastic. That's amazing. It's in its very early stages of thought process and, and development at the moment, but it will happen. Exciting. So one last question before we finish. How important do you think networking is? Hugely. In what Hugely. way? Well, it's, 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 it's life, isn't it? I mean, yeah. my, my best example of networking success is when I joined Travel Leads. And because I live in Glasgow, which is the central belt of Scotland, the, the board expected that that's where I would develop business. And I went to a place called Aberdeen instead, which is a 400-mile round trip. And it was right in the middle of the oil downturn when the barrel price dropped from $140 to $25 and the city was on its knees. Mm. And I didn't know anyone there either. I had no network in Aberdeen. But Mm. I knew that going into that city in a downturn was my best chance of people talking to me because they were looking for better better options, better efficiencies. They wanted to check they were getting best in class. And I went to the city, and it's a lie, I knew one person in the city. And so I networked relentlessly in Aberdeen. And now people think I live there because I know so many people and I've built such a community around me. And that's all from finding one person that knew more people that would introduce me, that would take me to events, finding events to go to, to myself. And I remember the first networking event that I went to in Aberdeen. It's an oil and gas themed networking event. You know, I'm a, I'm a girl. What do you know about oil and gas in a city yeah. that you don't live in? Um, and I remember walking in thinking, this is terrific. Yeah. And I'm outwardly, I'm looking the part. Inwardly, I'm thinking, I hate every minute of this. I don't know a soul. I don't know the sector. I feel like a fish out of water. And now I walk into these very same events and I can't get a minute because I know so many people. Amazing. But that takes effort, doesn't it, to cultivate that community around you. Absolutely. It takes real effort and commitment. And it didn't happen overnight. And I think that's probably one of the mistakes people make with networking. They expect an instant result. Whereas actually, it's it's about developing a community around you, isn't it? Absolutely, and uh, I know we've, uh, you know, we, we we're just really excited for the future because obviously, Intrabiz, we love to create communities and uh, and obviously give people opportunities. So, thank you so much for for today, Sally. Thank you, Tracy. It's, it's an absolute pleasure, and um, it's great to have Travel Leads as our travel partner. Yeah, um, love it. I'm glad that you're a part of the Intrabiz family. So, have really a great day. And uh, how just tell everybody before we shoot off, how can people reach out to you if they want to reach out to you, Sally? They can find me on LinkedIn, Sally Cassidy, Travel Leads. Um, how do I get my email address out there? Can you do that for me, Tracy? Of course, not a problem. 
scassidy at travelleads.net, really simple. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear from as many people as possible, whether they've got an interest in what I do, uh, you know, from a travel leads point of view or not. Because again, it's all about building communities around you, isn't it? So get in touch. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for, for, for coming on this morning. Really Thanks, appreciate Tracy. you and uh, have a fantastic day. You too. Yeah, Speak take soon. care, Sally. Bye. 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 Bye.